You're a dick. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we're live. Batting lead, batting lead off. <laughs> Joe Colton. <laughs> Who are you talking to, you. Joe? I hate you, oh. Mike. I'm sorry. Is this gonna, have, gonna have to be more specific. Uh. Bye, bye, YouTube. Honestly, was that a record? Uh. That was third word. Oh, I hate yeah. you. <laughs> Look, Good evening, everybody. Look, look, I can't. I hit the button, and then there's a couple of seconds of delay. So whatever you do in that few seconds, I have no control over that. I, I, I mean, I told you I was hitting the button. Right. And your first thought is to to call me a dick. That's your first thought. Okay, I'm hitting the button. You're a dick. Okay. Third, third word. New record. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Good evening, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to What's On Your Mind. Uh, that was a, a bracing introduction uh, from our own returning Joe Colton. Uh, I'm Mike Irizarry. Uh, how is everyone? We, uh, we've got a full house tonight, plus a guest. Uh, joining me here in the top row. Uh, former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. Hey, and now, I'm, and now I'm official cat wrangler. I can hear Colin at all 12 of his Joe's angry about something, so I'm going to go take care of that. And I tr I will trust Joe to be on her best behavior until I get back. Hang on. Yeah, all right. And uh, back after uh, a, a couple of weeks on assignment. Yes. It's Joe Colton. Hi, everybody. Joe Colton, how did your assignment go? Great. The first one was uh, very good. The second one was good. And then I got taken out by a couple of girlfriends to, like, decompress. So we had a Disney night. They're trying to get, get me educated on Disney. So Whatever. <laughs> you, got, you already got Phil Donnelly to buy all your souvenirs, so whatever. That's true. But they're like, no, you don't just need, like... A dealer, you you need to know things, and I'm like, not not a princess, people, not a princess. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> not a princess. No, there's there's some entertaining stuff there. Don't don't uh, don't just just yeah. out of hand. But watch Hercules. Ooh. Hercules, yeah. I like Hercules. One yes. of the better one of the better female characters, though. In a yes, kind of blah movie, but yeah, zero to hero. I understand what that means now. And making his first pseudo appearance here on the video format of what's on Joe Mine. Uh, you can see his still life photo in the bottom right. We've, uh, some technical difficulties are precluding him from being on on camera. Noted author James Cavanaugh is with us tonight. Hey Thank you for having me. I can uh, see if I can upload a GIF or something and make it animated. <laughs> we'll see if we can we can get James. When he says something, now his little his little thing will light up. Uh, his little sides will light up, right? And like I was telling everybody uh, before the show started, it's probably for the best that I don't have video anyway, as we all know, oh too well. Yeah, James was uh, he was saying that he his hair had gotten to record lengths, uh, out to three sixteenths of an inch. <laughs> yeah, I was quite the hippie. 
it's got kind of a witness protection vibe going a little bit, right? <laughs> if we had a voice scrambler, it'd be awesome. Let Should I try and about, <laughs> Let me tell you about my new book. <laughs> I can talk with my hand in my over, over my mouth. That might help. Just put the dress on. You'll be fine. All right. Well, that, that's the other reason why I don't have the camera on right now. I'm act, I've been actually wearing the whole the dress the whole time. So. And it's a little too revealing for me. <laughs> it it so. is a little too <laughs> Yeah, it is short, isn't it? That is a high slit in that dress, yeah. let me tell you. Especially for a dude. I'm so sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Brian Savage was very happy I was wearing underwear that afternoon. We are now off into our own world. <laughs> uh, at the very last G.I. Joe convention in Loveland, Colorado, uh, James and Joe Colton. No, it was in Loveland. It was uh, Chattanooga. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Last Joe Con in Chattanooga. I got the city wrong. I'm sorry. Um, you, you go to eight of them. They start to blend together. Um, but... Um, there was a day where uh, the heavyweights of the cosplay contest, Joe Colton and noted author James Cavanaugh, dressed as one another. Amazing. To throw everybody off. I had a beard. <laughs> yeah, Joe Colton had a beard and, and a bald head, and James Cavanaugh was was uh, strutting around in, in, a, in a very revealing dress. With they, boobs. With boobs. They wondered why uh, James brought his twin brother. And oh, and by the way, he's in a dress this time. No, right. Nothing, nothing new there on that one. But the, 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 uh, Joe was quite convincing. <laughs> yeah, J James was carrying around a rack that could only be described as backache inducing. <laughs> so, I still hunch to this day. And fanboys kept coming up for hugs. Oh, they did. <laughs> He, he hugged them. <laughs> James is a tall man. He's six four, but you know he only stands about six one now. Joe's very BS. Joe's very personal. Always has been. I was yeah. like, I'm not that. I'm not that bubbly or perky. And he's like, Yes, you are. <laughs> I was I happy to see everybody. Yeah, I don't know if bubbly or perky are the right words, but you definitely don't have a sense of personal space like most people do. So, You know, it just dawned on me. We don't typically see each other till the end of the night, and that's when we're a little uh, <laughs> drinking, drinking crow. So that's probably an accurate description, the portrayal at the appropriate time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like if, if everybody out there uh, in the audience can think for a minute of what it was like when you're a kid, and your mom comes up and she licks her thumb to get something up. <laughs> that's pretty much Joe Colton all the time. That's not necessarily what she's doing, but that's how much she values your personal bubble. <laughs> I value the bubble, but if there's something wrong with you, I'm going to fix it. Exactly, which is to say if something is wrong, if you perceive something to be wrong, look out. You're welcome. Look, I'm just saying that there was nothing on my face that <laughs> you keep your gross thumb to yourself, lady. <laughs> right there. Hey, that's my stick. I'm going to thank everybody to sign off now. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, that's a, that's a hell of a beginning, isn't it? <laughs> Bust open and, and Joe Colton's cursing at you to start your Friday night. I love it. Glad After to be back. Fool's Day, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perhaps she was just celebrating the impending rebirth of our Lord. I yeah. or the other. She's she's cursing a uh, cursing out a lot. Mine's not till next month. Fair enough. So uh, we are we've got James on the program tonight because coming soon is the fifth chapter of James's saga, the RAHC guide, which is James, if you would, you know, give sum up this pro this uh, this this project in in a in a minute or less. In a minute or less, wow. Uh, it's the fifth and final action figure volume of the Ranking Guide, Rank and File Guidebook series. Finishing up the second half of uh, club and convention exclusives from 2015-2018. All right. So, uh, for folks who may be new to your project as a whole, what are we trying to do? What was the inspiration? And what are you trying to do with your RAHC guide? The inspiration was uh, Mark Balamo's books. When he did the Vintage uh, Ultimate Guide in 2005, just got the medium and hung out. And I'm like, I could do this. I got nothing going on with my life, believe it or not. Too many action figures, put too, many, too much money into it all. Figured I might as well try and do something productive with them. As we discussed earlier, they're not even on my shelves. They're in storage units and bins. So I just did it. I, uh, I went to school for graphic design, and I was in working in printing, so I wasn't fully utilizing my design skills. It's more of a production job, and I wanted something to build them. I, I didn't feel my – we lose Mike. Uh, I didn't feel my uh, uh, program skills were up to snuff, so there we are. I had a teacher that said, I'm down up here, you're down here, you got to climb the mountain. So I climbed the mountain. And uh, one book led to another, led to the rank and file guidebook series. For for better or worse, uh, I mean, certainly you could argue the topic. The second generation figures, 97 to 06, is probably considered a low point by a decent percentage of the fandom. And that's all right, you know. There's a lot of changes uh, going on between vintage, which nobody can beat the vintage, and four inch, which was started by modern updates of vintage characters and vintage motifs. So, uh, <clears throat> but so sales were what they were. They were fine, and I've sold out on the first one. That I decided to break it down the my second volume. If you if you can kind of think of the rank and file series, it was going to be one big part two to the RHC guide and I just started breaking it down into chapters and selling that at a more affordable price range and they've gone like hotcakes. So in essence, five rank and files would be the page equivalent of one RHC guide to give you the science. Okay. So James, going back now, this has been a project that has taken a number of years. And I, I know the story, but I want to hear you tell it. 
when did you get started doing RAHC, which then became rank and file? Well, the bad news is, Mike, uh, when you dipped out for a minute, I just told it, but <laughs> I can tell it again. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm giving you the business. That's fine. I'll probably dip out a few times myself. Speaking of, speaking of which. We've had a, a number of weeks here where, where the Wi-Fi has been remarkably good during the show. So we do, frankly, yeah. for one of us to take a take a powder for a couple of minutes. That was <laughs> usually nice. it is Joe Colton that that gets thumped from from the show, but this time it, it was myself. So, Fine. Well, that also plays into the limitations of uh, video on my end. Yes. Right. If I was someplace else, I'd wouldn't have the best reception and blah blah blah. So I feel. Yeah. You. In fairness to Joe, she's the only one of us with a spouse who's killing things online probably right now. So yeah, yeah, nice. it's a bit of a stretch on that Wi-Fi. <laughs> whatever keep whatever keeps everybody's uh, hubcaps safe. <laughs> off the streets, so everybody's hubcaps are all right. And hood ornaments. <laughs> Same. But um. So yeah, I, I remember James showed off his very first concepts for this. We were all in Atlanta at JoeCon mm -hmm. in 2007. And so wow. this is going back forever. And it, it's kind of neat to be at a point where you're about to finish this thing up, man. Yeah, it's a long time coming. I mean, will, will Chapter 5... Do you hope to reach the heights of Chapter Four, which, as you'll remember, had a forward written at a professional grade level? That's yeah. uh, you know, I really had to pull out the big guns on this one, and uh, I got Mark Weber. What? Hey! Yes. You did it. Who do? Yeah, had to really go for it. I wonder who passed his Rolodex along. <laughs> And that's and let's be clear here. That's noted forwarder. Mark oh, Weber, right? There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to change that in your uh, name description of there, right. Mark. Right. Got to dust off that old journalism degree. Who knew? Right? <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, well, clearly, Mark uh, obviously worked on GI Joe, but the bonus is that this uh, that this volume contains a lot of crossover stuff. So there is some of those darn transformers intermixed into into this volume so it was it was the ideal combo you know to have him have him on and i, I can't thank you enough for doing it i appreciate no, it i appreciate it I was, I was pleased to be asked and yeah i mean because my, i spent five years at hasbro pretty much evenly split the first two and a half on transformers and the next two and a half on joe so and a lot of the a lot of the that crossover stuff is stuff that i actually got to work on and approve and and work with uh, with Brian and the club on. So you know, it did it did fit from a from a uh, product standpoint. And uh, and I'm always happy to talk about my time at Hasbro. I loved working on both brands. So uh, it was very it was very cool. I was I was happy to be at. Yeah, it was a nice little read. I think everybody. I think it'll kick the volume off nicely and uh, get Mark's uh, insight on a few a few little uh, tidbits snippets in there. Some choice gems. Yeah, and here's a little preview. The first three words are, you're a... 
<laughs> That's a uh, I might have to add that in uh, the tagline of my uh, of, of the business as a whole. Yeah, uh, underneath the RHC guidebooks, you're you're a blank. That's it. <laughs> D. Copyright Joe Colton, 2021. <laughs> I'm sure she'd join in if she wasn't answering. Yes, I was telling somebody I'm on a podcast right now. You should tune in. Yeah. <laughs> they can talk to you here, right over there in the comments section. They can. That's right. Oh, so that will, that does, I, this is my first time uh, being on live here. And I don't even think, I, I think I did live with uh, Angry Mike, but I don't know. Do they take comments and the, the people call in and all that? Yeah, the, uh, we read out comments and questions. Fun. Yes. So yeah, I mean it's it's long time coming. It's I'm hoping to have it out by the end of April, and uh, still be an accessory guide as promised for all of you that wonder what those goofy little numbers are at the bottom of every uh, accessory listing. They. Uh, the, not to the uninitiated, uh, the first volume had, since it had everything, and it was rank and file one through five, let's say, uh, at the very back there was an accessory index with all the accessories listed by type and then color and specific tooling, so they're all there. Uh, you know, I, I always say that the person working on the project at the moment builds off the previous guy, and I did. I certainly did do that. I looked at what was done before and strove to do what, uh, you know, everything good that they did and, and f improve things that, you know, needed improvement. I'm curious to see what the next guy, if they ever cover the four inch, but I try to tell myself it's going to be hard to, <laughs> hard to top. I hope you right. never know. So no, no truth to the rumor that you're just waiting to compile for the GI Joe classified companion. No promises. I, I, I do have the uh, I do have the six inch figures uh, organized and ready to shoot if I shoot them. But geez, just when they thought I was out, they do, it. Back in. do it! Yeah. Do it. Well, well, we'll have to let them put out some actual figures. This, this this is the same speech that uh, Joe gave me uh, one JoeCon where I was on the fence about sw gender swabbing with her. <laughs> I wasn't it. quite sure. She do it, do it, and here we are. <laughs> was I drinking tequila at the time? Because I feel like I was drinking tequila at the time. I think we were drinking the. I would. I would have no clue what you were drinking because I never don't remember what I was drinking. Well, it was good stuff. That was good. <laughs> That's a trade where Joe Colton was going to be the one in comfortable flack. So whatever he was all for. It. I, I will say I think when it comes to me dressing up as Joe Colton, you could probably give me a Shirley Temple and I'd be drunk enough to do it. But that's another story. <laughs> That's not exactly twisting your arm, is it? <laughs> I like how Wes asked if he was shaving his legs. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just shows uh, how committed he is to things. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, is James shaving his legs? Like, he's got a beard. What's he doing? <laughs> he wouldn't kiss me either. He's like, no, I'm not kissing you. As oh, James. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> With a beard pickle. Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> I will say, towards the end of the afternoon, he was starting to look at me a little more uh, like, fondly hey. and differently than he knew. Yeah, <laughs> he he missed his whoopie and was trying to make do. 
It had to be a really weird and confusing time for Wes. <laughs> we have a question from Mike Layton in our live crowd here. James, has the 2001 to 2007 book been restocked? Uh, 2000, if you mean the 96, 97 to 2006, uh, the first volume, Real America, or RHC Guide, no. It is, it is currently sold out. But I will say that I had a secret stash buried once upon a time in a land far, far away, and that should be arriving maybe in the next month or two. Nice. It's been, it's been uncovered under Stonehenge, of all places, if you can right. imagine. This is, this is another story that I had a front row seat for. <clears throat> some. I don't understand this one either, but okay. So somebody, <laughs> somebody was just holding your secret stash? That's cool. uh, uh, I mean, jokes aside, I, I shipped a carton of <laughs> I got friends in low places. Mark. <laughs> All your friends are in low places. Well, that's right. True. I'm here. Other than, yeah. <laughs> other than Mark, present company is not excluded. <laughs> I shipped a carton of. Uh, I've, I've always kind of hinted at it. I never knew how it would play out. I shipped a carton over to a rollout roll call once upon a time. Mm. And I had that. I went to two rollout roll calls, and I would just keep it there because I planned on going to all of them. But I got to go to two. And, uh, and just one thing led to another and just stayed over there. Yeah. But it's coming home. They were there in the basement of all the cool stuff. Yes. Serving as in insulation for the, the little rat apartment. Probably. That's what I But with, with the loss of that book, they have to rebrand as most of the cool stuff. There you go. Right? <laughs> it's not true anymore. Well, I, 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 if, if you look at the logo, there's an asterisk next to it. And I, I think that's what the. <laughs> no. Makes sense. Put up quotes. It's yeah. Cool. Right? Seems legit. <laughs> So, so yes, uh, but if he's look, but he, he kind of gave an overlapped questions. If you if you're looking for the 25th and the uh, uh, resolute, that would be 2007 to 2008. Or, well, there it skipped a few years. Uh, that is available. Yes, rank and file, volume one. And for your listeners, while I'm yammering, uh, sorry to cut you off. I'm I'm moving. Uh, I'm migrating the site. So the end. So if there ever is any funkiness, just PM me or shoot me an email. We'll figure it out. Uh, but once it's migrated, everything should be smooth sailing. There was a couple hiccups here or there with the old hosting. Mm -hmm. uh, new, good, new platform or just new website or what are you doing? Uh, I moved to Bluehost. Okay. Uh, I, a buddy of mine was nice enough to host it for me ah. for free. So it's definitely not, you know, I mean, anything wrong, such as just little things you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. He was more than accommodating and willing to help. So I'd have the occasional hiccup. But that's all right. If somebody's looking to order these books, James, what, what do they, where do they go online to do so? They can go to uh, rhcguide.com, and it's all right there. That's thank, you, thank you. Like Real American Hero Collection. Yes, sir. Guide.com. Yeah, uh, just... Reprinted uh, volumes two, three, and four. First time on the reprint of volume four. 
so yeah, 1.2 or 2.2, 3.2, 4.1. 1 1.1 is still kicking. Big Bad Toy Store is also another option if you want to uh, order some GI Joes while you're uh, ordering the rank and file guides. You can do that. Plenty of options. Now, your your forwards in these books are decidedly what's on Joe Mind heavy. Yes. I just wanted to use that as, that, the, as an observation. That is the uh, the hierarchy. I, I start with the cast on there, and then I move to uh, the others. Excellent. Because it was one of those where, you know, you asked if I knew anybody who, who would be interested in writing for five. And I was like, well, I mean... I guess Mark Weber's a co-host because now now I'll, we can let him write the forward. Yeah. yeah, was the last the fact that he was the head of marketing for the entire brand. Yeah, nah. well, but, but I mean, in all truth and honesty, that's the only reason I'm on the show was I was trying to get into the book. <laughs> oh, all right, <laughs> there seems to be a pattern. Well, 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 I could I could have uh, circumvented all that trial and tribulation, Mark. You could have just <laughs> made yourself a lot of a lot of grief and. Come directly to me. I, That's a good point. But, you know, I'm all about grief. And you know what? I got the, I got, I got the time. Let's be honest. So. That's uh, gr grief is what we all have in common. Yeah. Big into grief. Is there going to be a chapter six so Joe Colton can get in on the pun? Uh, sure. If she's interested, I'd love to have her. Did she write? Did she try to write one and it came out in Greek or what happened there? Uh, it's all to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it was all uh, fun around, but she—I don't know. Uh, I mean, Wes, Wes might tell us differently, but the uh, the next one's accessory focuses. I don't know if she's a uh, an armament type of gal or or not. I don't know how she keeps them in line over there, but oh, they're organized. All right, I, I okay. think I think armament type of gal is is exactly the term. But but see, she has. <laughs> She does. She doesn't need accessories to uh, hold it down. She she is the weapon. She accessorizes with the belt. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Wes, maybe I have Wes do it. He's he's the accessory to this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe Colton action figure I, with I, Wes. Now with Wes. Yeah. I can <laughs> see Wes's forward to that. I don't know anything about GI Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for buying the book. And this guy she dressed up in my life. <laughs> she has a lot of bins of these red little men. <laughs> she oh, yeah. told me that one of <laughs> one of the con sets is over a thousand dollars and <laughs> never to touch it. <laughs> I think she's insane. <laughs> well, no, he he doesn't think you're insane. He knows <laughs> he's 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 got solid evidence backing that up at this point. As long as they're not Santas, he's happy. Right? I was just thinking. I just put that together. The ninjas and the Santas. There's yeah. like a thing going on uh, here, right? Do you buy Wes a lot of red clothing? No. <laughs> Here's a red sweater. I have a red sweater. Here's a red hoodie. I haven't. But that's a great idea. Right? I bet he looks great yeah. in red. <laughs> Coming soon. Look what I did. Sweet. Yes. I, I think Wes is going to be pulling us aside at the next show to. Yep. Guarantee <laughs> next show. Next right show. Right now. Yeah. Uh -oh. 
next show, he's going to be debuting Westpool. I just know it. Just know it. <laughs> so he had to tell. He's like, "What did you guys do? <laughs> Why am I dressed like that?" That's assuming he he pays attention to this program, which is a big assumption. He does. <laughs> he he'll walk by and be like, "What was that you said about whatever? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, Not so, getting any more, are you?" <laughs> So, so he pays more attention to the show than you do. Yes. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So, anyways, uh, for for those of us who have been looking for uh, rank and file volume five, end of the month, James Cavanaugh. Uh, end of April, yeah, sounds doable. Follow um, uh, follow R A H C Guide on Facebook. Uh, check out the website at R A H C Guide if you need to order any previous volumes, uh, keep an eye open. James will make those available as they come in off the slow boat. And, yes, sir. Uh, and that's that's it for for rank and file. Unless you got something else you want to throw on there at the end. No, I think you had uh, Carson on with uh, partnering up with 3D Joe's. Correct. We did. Yeah. yeah. So you guys yeah. are caught up on all that. And that's crazy exciting, right? Like we really could not be happier about that. That's big time. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's excited. I'm excited to get it out there in a digital format. It was a long conversation to get get something moving forward post Yojo. You know, they don't want to take, as we all know, they don't want to keep up on it. So we're going to keep on it up on it where we can. For it's better a great work. project. The show must go on. Thank you. <laughs> Keeps me off the streets. It's good for the community. With your hood rat friends doing hood rat things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Everybody wants to do gangster stuff till it's time to do gangster stuff. Go ahead. Capture safe. Yeah. Just that simple. Yeah. That, that brings us to the news. Do, 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 do. See, did you did you watch last week's episode, Joe? Or did you no. skip it like you always do? Uh, I did not watch last week's episode, but I, I know something happened and somebody won something. Well, yeah, but, you know. His name is Bob. We're not going to recap that for you. His name's oh, not okay. His name wasn't Bob at all. What are you talking about, Bob? It's Bob. His name's Bob. That was, his name's Brad. Brad. That was Lobo 12. Lobo 12 sideways, yes. Oh, Sideways. Just depends Go watch on how you it. like it. Depends on how you like your Lobo. Show <laughs> and then we'll fill you in on the details that you miss after that. But you have yes. to actually. But uh, yeah, Racktime Rob was trying to do the news town last week. Ah. So he, yeah, was, he was. He was going all Mariah Carey. He was like going way up, right, like into the Rob. upper register. Yeah, yeah. Was, do, 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 do. Trying, to, trying to find, you know, proud new ways to perform. The news sound, like when Yoko teamed up with the Beatles, that sort of thing. It was really yeah. strange. No. Yeah, it didn't work at all. It we appreciate real. it. Anyways, first new uh, G.I. Joe World on Fire is available for pre-order. Uh, Paul Aller and Chris Evanhoise's groundbreaking, critically acclaimed run on IDW's restarted G.I. Joe is finally available in its entirety with the World on Fire trade paperback expected to be released on April 13. Uh, nice. Every issue of the book released to this point, 
including the recently released G.I. Joe Castlefall. Uh, cover price for the trade paperback is $29.99 or $19.99 for a digital copy on Comixology. And we've got a link to Amazon uh, down in the description below uh, where you can click on that. Do it after the show. Right. After the show. Uh, and get your copy there. should be out in just a couple of weeks. Um, can confirm that we'll have Paul on sometime in the near future to, to talk all about that again, too. We always have fun with Paul is here. Anybody yeah. else? Yeah. I mean, I think we're all we're all caught up on on that. You know, it's, it's an amazing series and a really nice fresh take on Joe. So, you know, if you happen to have missed it, uh, no better time than to grab it all in one and read it in one sitting. So, and if you you know you can swipe through it if you're one of those comicsology weirdos, but there's nothing like having a book in your hand. Come on now. Now that I agree with. Just, <laughs> I, I never, I never got that whole. Noted author James Cap all about having a book. Swipe your comics like. <laughs> it's a, it's a handy out to have if you got something that's just too expensive to buy a paper copy of. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, and it's a way to be even more nerdy is to make your comics digital so you can swipe them. So, virtually trying to unlock that achievement, you know that uh, that opportunity <laughs> is there for you. Oh, it's almost like we, we bring the, the fans of this show, we bring them virtual content. So, I mean, it's not too too different. We're kind of a comicsology in that regard. I think anything that allows a section of the toy fandom to look down on another portion of the fandom and call them nerds, that's an opportunity. You really don't want to miss that. Right? Hey, you're never going to guess what happens on the next page. Go ahead and swipe when you're ready. <laughs> I do these books so I can purposely get in with the G.I. Joe collectors and call them nerds. There you go. <laughs> James actually didn't own a single G.I. Joe before he started these books. Yeah. Not a one. It's an absolute lie, by the way. Totally. I was going to say, April Fool's was yesterday. <laughs> I, I do that to come, give street cred when I, when I do these books. Kind of like when the, 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 movie, the movie actor says, oh, I'm a real fan. I mean, they are. I don't get me wrong, but I'm pretty sure they moved on with their life from toys, become yeah. the, the famous actors that they are. Well, I've always been a fan. Ever since that check came in with all the zeros on it. Uh, <laughs> look, so I'm, a fan. But you're the you're the gold standard, Mark. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> Be a fan of anything that wants to pay that for, much money. Right. Yeah. For, for every one legitimate Mark Weber, there's a 50 poser noted author James Cavanaugh <laughs> floating around, throw, throwing right. a throwing a few uh, Mike eyes and Joe C's the boot. Just kidding. When the when 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 the the Battle Beast movie comes through and I'm your star, you bet yeah. your ass I'm the big time. <laughs> just just remember us. Please. I'm Mark, I'm Mark Weber for Star Yours. Joe stars in Infaceables. Right. Just click the bird head and the dinosaur shoots discs <laughs> no. out of his mouth. It's amazing. <laughs> oh God. And, and really if if uh 
if I was the star of a Battle Beast movie, Aaron Dietrich would become our biggest, my biggest fan. Yeah. He might collect you. You get a discount. <laughs> uh, maybe in a big jar in his basement. So if I ever disappear, yeah. that's the first, first place you look. <laughs> uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Uh, Flame Toys has released images of motorcycles for its G.I. Joe line. Uh, some weeks ago, Flame Toys showed off images of unpainted figures for Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow in their Furai model line. This week on their Instagram account, they showed off images of motorcycles for each character. As with the figure reveal earlier, availability and price information is not available at this time. And if everybody chills for just a second, I will get that uh, up here. Yeah, I really want to see these motorcycles. They it's might have wheels. Don't. Don't be, uh... Dude. Don't Open be touchy. Dude. It's uh, <laughs> funny to me how the... the uh, it seems the, the most lasting effect of, of the... Uh, that, you know, early 2000s G.I. Joe is, is the, the Ninja Lightning motorcycle. Or these ones. Right. The Ninja Brick motorcycle. <laughs> they won't tip over. Again, tipping over, baby. Just like Ninja Lightning, right? Man, Mark I, is also the positive one in the group. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. You just—it takes a lot to impress He's, him with motorcycles. I'd be a lot more positive if everything didn't suck. <laughs> He's—he's he's been on the other side. You—you you, you don't come back from that. Right? Well, he's seen you know, things. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's actually true. <laughs> Jesus. It's so funny. And in my own little personal bubble, I had to laugh. I was just, I was reviewing my data for Valor versus Venom when I, when that news broke. So I'm sorry. Just, I know. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> right? Like a ton of motorcycles. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so to relive, this is uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Uh, from those lines, we we still have yet to see painted samples of those figures. You know what I like about this showing that Snake yeah. Eyes is is all inclusive. He's showing the <laughs> traditional female comic book cover pose, right? Oh, all right. You get to see my butt yeah. and a little of my chest. In the <laughs> total, total. and the over the shoulder. He forgot the over the shoulder. Yep, and the over the, the come hither look back. Yep, he's, he's totally stacked with grenades. <laughs> From the mutilated ninja in a mask, but whatever. He's got every weapon on him. Okay. And Storm Shadow must must work out, man. Here is Snake Eyes' speed cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Except that it has no ground clearance. But other than that, it's <laughs> very fast, very well paved roads. He conquers Cobra Law, he conquers Red Ninjas, he conquers. Global terrorism, just not speed bumps. Speed bumps, huge problem for the Iraq economy. What's on the back? It's a cheese grater. I, think. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone, like, what is that? I, I don't know if it can be overstated how much the honcho is not a fan of these motorcycles. <laughs> so, Here is so Storm Shadow. Wait, wait, before you get to Storm Shadow. There is a metal piece right where, uh, right behind the, uh, the, the shield or the windshield, uh, that's like a silver. It looks like a beer 
bottle opener. I don't know if you've noticed that. Because he likes to party. Right. Look, there's already a cheese grater, so why not? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> guys is ready for an edit club. Have cocktails and a little brie. I'm all right with it. <laughs> and then we also see there, uh, it's a little bit better, Storm Shadows, Arata Kaje Cycle. Just a little bit more streamlined and, and looks a little better. Doesn't have any better clearance, mind you. He no, sits got, got that nice diagonal Arasakage logo like it's traditionally presented. Yeah. I like At this. least there's a good looking Cobra logo right on the front, right? Like we didn't didn't hang any ropes or chains on top of it, you know, just because. So bitter. Yeah. Is this the final yeah. version of these? Because you never know. <laughs> no, no, no. They want, they're going to make them boxier. <laughs> they have Volvo cycles by the time they're done. Is there a giant microphone on Storm Shadows uh, right below the shield? Yeah, that's like <laughs> What is that? Yeah. And a nice flat back for a charcuterie plate. You know, in case he's entertaining. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, if, if this is for you, great. We we appreciate that uh, we're able to bring you this news. Uh, if not, well, then you're in agreement with with us here at What's on Joe Mine. These are uh, awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. We're taking a pass on the fur eye line. I think we don't know when they're available, but we do have pricing. They are overpriced. Yeah. How much? How much are they? Uh, it doesn't matter. Overpriced. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Uh, why don't you just walk right into that one, James? <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Just, <laughs> just lob it up there. Poor man. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, we're here. Just lob it up over the rim. It's I'll put it in. Team efforts. It's that forward uh, author connection we've got going That's on. That's what I'm digging right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I used to help my buddy photograph uh, Ducatis and other uh, race, race bikes at the track. Uh, enthusiasts could go and sign up, and they had – you know, beginner, intermediate, expert, and blah, blah, blah. And you would think they would have uh, done a little more research to get it a little more speed bike oriented. And I'm, and I, Paul, I'm going to tell you right now, as much as I photographed them or, or helped, I don't know anything about bikes, but it doesn't look like anything I ever saw at the track. No, they look crazy thick, like <laughs> wide, right? How are you going to mm -hmm. put a figure on that and not have it look bow-legged? Or are you I, just going to give up and have... <laughs> You're going to have Storm Shadow riding at side saddle. His <laughs> feet are just going to be flying off like <laughs> Well, Mark, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've noticed in the last few years the, the newer and the newer uh, guys coming in seem to be a little more uh, like urban street culture, and uh, kind of like graffiti-oriented or, you know, coming to do with the customizing or everything's got – like an, a larger edge to it. I wonder if there's a, you know, that Mark audience that they're starting to see is in the motorcycles and everything. Yeah, it could, it could be. Well, uh, Mark Maha is one of the, one of the, a good friend of mine and the guy who works on the brand as a designer. And he is a, a legit street graffiti artist and, and okay. does some amazing work, but he, he's only been on the brand. He's working on Transformers and Joe, but he's only been there for about a year, I think. So I don't know that we've seen his actual design influence yet. Um, but maybe, maybe that's why they brought him on. Is that something they wanted to go into? But, uh, he's a real talent. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff, some of his stuff, not just the stuff he inherited. 
Nice. So look forward to that Mark Maha stuff. Mark Maha, I'll have to look him up. He's probably yeah, got a page or something, right? Probably. When we were on, when I first joined, trans, joined, joined Transformers, he'd been the, the lead model shop guy, the painter for all the prototypes for a while. And my very first meeting with a whole bunch of people, people would say, hey, Mark. And I go, yep. And they were not talking to me because I was a brand <laughs> new guy. So I'm pretty much, everywhere I go, I, I end up being web anyway. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll be web and, and keep Mark since he's got seniority. But I remember that first meeting. I was so excited because people kept saying, hey, Mark. And I go, oh, cool. Oh, hey. cool. They weren't calling Toronto? They were not. No, uh, I usually end up web wherever I wherever I am, which is totally fine. So, so anyways, next news item. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, Hasbro Pulse's fan Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest uh, is next weekend. Uh, Eight at five p.m. Eastern is a sneak preview available to Pulse Premium members, including quote behind the scenes content. Reveals entertainment and more. End quote. Uh, FanFest will be live streamed, or FanFest proper will be live streamed on Hasbro Pulse's YouTube channel from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern on April 9. Mm. Be with host Jackie Jennings. Included on the day's plans are panels focused on G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, Transformers, and more. Info on the G.I. Joe panel from HasbroPulse.com read as following. Uh, quote, panelists are Hallie and Lenny from the Hasbro G.I. Joe team. Yo, Joe, Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins toys revealed. Join members of the Hasbro marketing and design teams as they debut exciting new products from the upcoming Snake Eyes feature film. Get an in-depth look at the stealthy Snake Eyes Ninja Strike roleplay toys and the latest additions to the highly detailed classified series collection. Plus, we've received intel that Snake Eyes himself, Henry Golding, will be making a guest appearance to unveil his signature action figure. So why don't we, we just read that last week when they made all this stuff public, but gonna gonna bring that back in again just so everybody remembers. Next Friday during the day is, is Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest. And of course next Friday at nine PM. Dun 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 come on back and chat with what's on Joe Mine. We'll we'll yeah. be we will be all about Hasbro Pulse Fun Fest. Analyzing and, all of right. it. Unpredictable. We might like some stuff. We might not like some stuff. You don't know till you tune in. We'll probably we'll probably go both both ways on that one. You're probably Indeed. correct on both counts, Mark Weber. Yeah, just saying. It's gotta be exciting to tune into a show and not know if the hosts are gonna like or hate something. <laughs> Although I guess I'm I'm skewing it this week. You're 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 being awfully negative about trying to be positive. <laughs> What's going on? You're supposed to be the happy one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah. Rough day at the office. Show me something good, and I'll like it. I like that volume five that's coming out, man. Nice. Great forward. <laughs> it's not quite as good as chapter four, but no, still- big shoes, you know. No. Big shoes, yeah. big shoes, definitely big pants, but <laughs> I don't know about big shoes. Joe Colton, your thoughts? You do have big shoes. <laughs> I mean, I guess compared to you, a size ten and a half is a big shoe. But I mean, Web, Web's a pretty tall guy. He's probably got a yeah. bigger than ten and a half. I'm shoe. rocking the eleven, man. Look out! Nice. Yeah, you know, I'm you know a ten woman. 
No one cares about big feet. Smell. Big brains. That's what, oh, that's yeah. what they say. They smell. Big feet means you got long socks. That's it. That's a t- ten in women's is like a six and a half in men. Yeah. Although Joe Colton is eight foot four, uh, checking in at an even four hundred pounds. Yes. I would think size, being size ten two. That's a healthy that, eight foot four. I don't want you to feel bad about that. Being that tall with smallest feet doesn't that make heels prohibitive? Would feel like there's a topple over. Yeah, like a legit balancing act going on there. Every time she steps, she sinks eight feet, eight inches. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of what that that floor may be. Uh, Matt Rubin asks a very important question: Did Hasbro Pulse release a schedule for the ninth yet? And the answer to that is no. No. <laughs> Stop being so negative. Yeah. Stay tuned. We will. Why are you asking logical questions here, Matt? Oh <laughs> man. Uh, we'll certainly share that when it becomes available to us. Uh, but yeah, our, your guess is as good as ours. Um, our our guess was a couple of weeks ago, uh, around two o'clock. If they do an hour for each panel, and if they go in the order that's listed on the site, mm-hmm. two o'clock. But that that doesn't mean anything. It is nice that they've moved their pulse releases onto Fridays so they can line up with our show. That is so nice of them. Right? Yeah. That's That's part. I'm glad you all could coordinate like that. It's good marketing. It's it's the one and only time they do it. (laughs) Right. You know, Joe Colton, just for the record, this this would be your fifth anniversary show. Yes. This is it. This show wait, this episode? This episode. Oh wow! I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna pull that up on, on the "What's on Joe Mind" page again. Is no. there a jacket or like wing pins or something? Or do I get a patch? Golden <laughs> headphones? Golden. If there were golden headphones, she wouldn't wear them. Yeah. Okay, perhaps perhaps a, sm- a smoking jacket. Perhaps. <gasps> I, I, I got the date wrong. It is April 24th. That is the. Aww. That was nope. the date of episode 102, Joe Colton. <laughs> so now we have we have time to come up with something. Yeah, so we got a couple of weeks to so come small. up with each I'm screwed. They're gonna they're gonna do something. <laughs> oh, what that does is, the, the problem is is that Joe Colton's anniversary is pretty much the same as the show's anniversary. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the show itself. You want to go way back to the beginning? It's it, it like Arbor Day is always a good, good cycle for our birthday. That's why, we, Arbor Day. that's why we did the 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 what's the virtual joke on last year at the mm-hmm. end of April. It's because that was the anniversary of the show. Larry Hammond Day. So what you're telling me is I was meant to be. Ooh. It's a good line. Something like that. I don't know. That, that was yeah, the end she, game. She, she just. <laughs> She went Thanos on us. She was inevitable. <laughs> I'm inevitable. <laughs> that sounds like something you got to talk to to Mama and Papa Colton about before you talk to us. Uh, first episode of What's on Joe Mind is April 25th, 2011. So oh, wow. Anniversary is the 27th of 2016. Mm. So right there, that that's like whatever... Whatever, however long you've been with the show, you just add five years to it, and that's how long the show's been around. All right. 
So there, there's that. So so everybody keep that in mind. We expect gifts. <laughs> that means come May, there will have well, um, there have been a couple absences over the years. Not lately, but no. uh, but there will have been more Joe Colton. What's on Joe Minds than what's on Joe Minds without Joe Colton? Mm. Oh wow! There were there were a lot of there were a lot of more sporadic episodes that for the first bit, just because there wasn't stuff to do episodes. Yeah, that's true. But we've been doing it. We've been going weekly, right? So the, the, yeah. the yeah, but it's too. certainly we've evened it up a little bit. Yeah. No mention of the retro line. 46 oh, asked with no mention of the retro line for FanFest. Do you think the line is dead? No. That line's already dead. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think that uh, FanFest has everything to do with revealing Snake Eyes movie product and the retro yeah. line doesn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. They, we already know that a fourth wave for... Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Here's what I get. I'm going to bet... To maybe, bet maybe, oh, wait. Back. <laughs> you, froze like, you froze like crazy. You're like... Right. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Well, I was just going to ask. I'm a little out of the loop. Have they have they said anything about the fangs not showing up and the delays with wave three and whatnot? No, I. I mean, those fangs have gotten out to some places. I know Rob mm-hmm. got mail. Uh, I think they've been seat spotted in some spots. They distribution on them doesn't seem to have been very good. But I, I think I, that has, yeah, Mark, Mark nods knowingly. We all nod knowingly. I think William found four, asked me if I wanted one. I was like, no. Oh, wow. Good for him. Uh, no, you, should, you need you should be picking that crap up for you so you can sell it and make some cash. There you go. We'll sell it on the show. Just take bids over in the comments. Nice and easy. Three tons. Toss it in the pile for the 1,000 subscriber giveaway. Right? Or trade it straight up for $21 Red Ninjas. I don't need to do that anymore. Oh. You have all that you need? No, 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 no. We'll cover that when we get to what we got in. Oh, do, 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 do. Okay. Okay, but uh, do we have a next news item? I don't even know. Let me get back. Oh, I was I was just going to say on that retro stuff, maybe, maybe they might throw out a bone the night before for the Pulse subscriber stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, like Mike said, that Friday show, that's going to be laser-focused on movie product. Absolutely. Yeah. An hour, if you've got an hour to spend on G.I. Joe, that's not really a long time. Like, if you stop and, and think about it, uh, our little our little two-bit slime show, we've talked about nothing, and we're at the 55-minute mark. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't have a lot of time. Um, to, They're to not going to hit an hour. I guarantee they don't hit an hour. No, it, it'll be at best 40 minutes. If they hit an hour, I'll wear a taco hat. That there we hat. go. You're, you'd yeah. wear the taco hat anyway, whatever. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Tune in next week to see the Honcho wearing a, a size 8 taco hat. It's going to be good. Yeah, we need to figure out a way to stretch this thing out for an hour. Yeah. But the, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the news. Do, 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 do. Which brings us to that. That was sad. <laughs> sad. The news is over. But uh, that brings us to post sock. Post sock. Post sock. 
Mozart. Mailman. Mailman. Awkward. Yeah, I don't like it when you do mailbag in the breathy voice. That's terrible. <laughs> Clearly, you're not a fan of the classic episodes of the show, is all I'm saying. Well, they got a lot better about a year ago. Hey! Hey, <laughs> we're, we're about two years. It took you so long to figure out if you're going to be And, you know, it's been a long couple of years, let's be honest. Fair enough. Amen to that, brother. But, uh, first letter. Joe Bros, when you guys opened up last episode of What's on Joe Mind with Welcome to Yankee Tuck, I almost clicked unsubscribe. Come on, man. I'm a Houston Astros fan bagging trash cans over here in Texas. Don't be upset when we beat you again, the ALDS. Again, ha, 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 ha. Whatever, man. Houston sucks. That's terrible. Awful. Who, how many guys they lose this offseason? They ain't getting anywhere close to the AL anything. Is Verlander going to throw lefty this year? Come right. on. Have fun looking up at the Mariners. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I threw that one out there, James. <laughs> you, you bet your butt I did. Happening. Yeah. Oh, oh we got a little Yankees motion in there. 0-1 with a bullet, oh. baby. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the Pinstripe Podcast, baby. <laughs> now back to G.I. Joe. I've recently been acquiring vintage Real American Hero vehicles and play sets. I feel we will never see another action figure toy line with the sheer breadth of figures, vehicles, bases, and just crazy big play sets like the USS Flag and Defiant. Here's my conundrum. I'm a modern era collector. I got back into Joe's 25th anniversary line. Most of the vintage vehicles I have translate well with the larger modern era figures. What are your thoughts on this? Is this a bastardization of the line? Am I crossing? Uh, I know vintage collectors look down from their perch as this being a form of blasphemy. What say you, gentlemen and gentlewoman? You're the pick of my recently restored 1990 General with modern era figures, almost 100% complete with a 3D printed antenna. Keep up the great work on the show. And that is from David Dave Stro Hernandez via email. Uh, we're going to change Dave Stro's nickname there. There we go. There. Oh. There we go. So that's that's from that's from David Orlando Hernandez. Ah. Did he send? He sent pictures, right? He did send a picture, but uh, I'm going to leave that up there for a minute just to to give him a good burn. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So mean. Just just don't stamp any of those on a rank and file. No, 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 no. No, David Adam Warren Orlando Hernandez. Oh wow! So, anyways, he's he's good. We we like to tease the Dave Stro. So, anyways, here's the picture that he sent along. Whoa, that looks nice. Such a solid vehicle. Modern. The general. Uh, My my feeling on this is, dude, it's your collection. You do what you want with it. Who cares what other people are calling a bastardization? Whatever, man. You want to load up your general with modern era figures? You go for it. You want to load up your general with my little ponies? You go for it. You want to load up your general with little cutouts of James Cavanaugh Jr.? You go for it. I wouldn't see pictures of that. But not he, not he, man. Don't do that. Oh, no, come on now. Man. No, he, that's a loser. He's a loser. 
Well, they would catch a lot of backdraft with, you know, Things. furry shorts. That's true. <laughs> Rodders landing on the back locust landing pad is so cool. But, but yeah, these are these are toys, and yeah. you should have fun with them however you want to have fun with them. This looks great. Yeah. It's a, but I like it. James, James Cavanaugh, you're our guest today. Um, why don't you explain what what are your thoughts as to Dave's basic conundrum here? Well, short answer is I like it, uh, and I will say this: uh, when you're researching uh, rank and file GI Joe action figure guides on the internet, it it takes you to a lot worse crossovers than uh, what I'm seeing before in front of me. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's for uh, any any time you want to have a what's on Joe mind uh, after hours show. <laughs> <laughs> Like way after hours, I don't know most people, but no, it's fine. I mean, do what you want, just like everybody said. But in all honesty, if that's the like the the comparison, you're that's probably the closest comparison to the two O-ring and four inch is easily the most intermixable. If you're putting twelve inch on there, and it's probably look a little odd. But again, whatever you want to do with your toys. And the general is probably one of the few vehicles that could handle the 12 inch figures and not look ridiculous, right? Well, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Riding that, that cannon? <laughs> <laughs> like a No, boss. James. No. <laughs> I remember back in, uh, in one of my first cubicles at Hasbro, the Marvel team was so proud of their helicarrier that they were putting out at Comic Con. And I got a spare one knocking around, kind of beat up. And we put Metroplex on top of it, riding it like a circus. <laughs> nice. Awesome, right? Like Gauntlet Throne Marvel team. Yeah. <laughs> you got any pictures of that? Somewhere. I'll see That'd if I can find it. Sure. I find it. It was on top of my, uh, uh, like a giant bookshelf for a while, high enough that everyone could see it. Nice. Back in the in the, in the the pit that they called District 9. Oh, <laughs> I eventually put up a poster there because I like the tagline to that film. You are not welcome here. <laughs> They're doing a District 10, by the way. Oh, now we're talking. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Joe Colton, yeah, what's here? I, I already said it. it looks fantastic. Like, it's your toys. You do what you want. I mix and match every once in a while as well. But, like, this is amazing. Like, it's so clean. Everybody looks in place. Why not? Like, if this makes you happy and you're collecting and it gives you joy, like, who the hell cares what everybody else says? As long as you're not putting, like, Power Rangers or, like, whatever on it. I mean, like, that's your business if you do, but I enjoy this, so. Mark yeah. Weber, you agree? Well, and it's, it's best of both worlds, really, because there are some modern figures that are improvements mm -hmm. on the basic original figures, but they made so many vehicles back then. And a lot of those vehicles, the, the tooling is lost or it just was never updated or released for the modern mm -hmm. figures. So, you know, your your best vehicles are almost all vintage vehicles. So if that's where you want to put your modern figures, absolutely go for it. You bet. Any, I dare anybody to look at this picture and go, that's lame. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I even oh. see a background, like you have like a cardboard or something, some background. Yeah, on the wall there. Yeah. Cool effects, yeah. If that's his greatest shame, I envy him. Right. Exactly. No, his greatest shame is that he rooted for those cheating asterisk astros, but whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> he was the guy hitting the trash. Harsh. Right, banging the trash cans. Even I uh, don't sink that low, believe it or not. <laughs> we have standards here. 
Not many. As a Reds fan, I actually have a. I'll hold, I'll throw a little shade at the Astros just from back in the day. They were supposed to. They're really. weren't they heading off for the World Series before things got canceled in the mid nineties? I know I'm going back a little bit. They were certainly in the conversation. That that was Montreal's year, though. Yeah. That was yeah. the. That was I the thought it, I thought it was a strong uh, chance of Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cleveland was good, but the, the best teams in baseball at the time of the, the stoppage were Montreal in the National League and the right. and Yankees in the American League. Yeah. But even the most ardent Yankee fan can pretty much admit that Expos team would have rolled them. Team was stacked and loaded, and they were all having their career year at the same time. That that would have been a tall order, man. And if you're jonesing for some Expos baseball, check out eternalbaseball.com. The Expos why, play why, every night. Why should our fans be interested in Eternal Baseball, Mark? It's the it's the greatest rosters compiled for all thirty major league teams, plus the Expos and the Birmingham Knights, which feature the uh, the greatest stars from the Negro Leagues, playing every night. Uh, and and spoiler alert: the Expos get killed pretty much every night. So. <laughs> yeah, the pitching. There for those four guys. Nah, it is what it is. But if you want to see El Presidente and Ken Hill and Jeff Vicero and not Pedro, check out those Montreal Expos. <laughs> and the Honcho every Sunday night at nine. Yeah, on the Eternal oh. Baseball podcast. Join the dozen people who are, you know, we, we actually walked it off this last Sunday. Yohan Mankato with a walk off, and we went nuts. We're one in five on Sunday nights. So check it out. That win's going to become a streak. On uh, Sunday, Nationals at Cardinals, actually. So, the Eternal Baseball Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Number one, well, with a bullet. It's a dummy oh. round, but whatever. Count, count me in as a subscriber. See? My uh, uh, baseball knowledge can only go up. Growth. We're digging it. <laughs> Next letter. Yes. Love the show. I listen every day. Well, that's that's a lot of listen. Uh, <laughs> love hearing about your favorite Joes. You. Would you list your favorites from years 1985 through 1988? Thank you. That is from Manessa, Minnesota Viper Berg. Via email. And uh, I don't have a Yankees logo logo for him because he he knows how to play civil. But uh, thank thank you for going back and and listening and and staying caught up with us. We we appreciate it, especially here in mid-format change. It's it's lofty air now that we've gotten to 500 subscribers. Make sure that you're continuing to to like and share the videos. Um, you know, get us posted around your individual social media. Uh, leave comments on this video down below. Uh, that helps us get into the rotation with YouTube's algorithms. And, and of course, subscribe to the channel and, and get notifications so you know uh, when our videos hit uh, right now, that's just every Friday night at nine, but sometime soon we will be firing up other original content and you'll certainly want to be on board with that when it happens. But anyways, getting back to, to the, uh, the question at hand here, favorite Joe's from 1985 through 1988. Uh, we'll go around the room. I'll, I'll just say from 1985, just give me your favorite GI Joe, Mark Weber. Alpine loved all that stuff that came with him, and there was no Joe like him. As a guy who collected from the beginning, I didn't like it when they would bring out 
the new guy when I already had the old guy who did his job. Nice. Joe Colton, 1985. Uh, 85, I'd say the eel uh, is the first release of the eel. G.I. Joe. Oh. Cobra, G.I. Joe. Ah. What the question says? But it's the brand. That's what the that's what the question says. Fine, I will go with eighty-five. Would be Lady J. All right. Was that so hard? Yes. <laughs> Noted off of James Cavanaugh, nineteen eighty. Mike Semantics Irizarry. I think I got to go with uh, for Joe's. Oh wow. Um. Quick kick. Oh, all right. From the from the cartoon, you got to win, baby. Yeah, <laughs> going back to our old coil on days, man. You you and Quick Kick share a lot of footwear fashion sense. That, that we do. Got to set it free. Full of taffy, raisin, and nuts melts in your mouth, turns the lead in your guts. Pretty much, yeah. My guy, Pancho is going to hate it, but my guy from 1985 is Footloose. Okay. With diaper? With diaper. Oh, with, with diaper. diaper. You know, I gotta, nobody talks about it. Some Flint had some, kind of a diaper thing going on, too. That's a big waist piece on Flint. <laughs> diaper. Diaper. With Flint, it's a cot piece, baby. He was yeah, a but, yeah, but Footloose was kind of oops, I crap my pants. Look, again. <laughs> Some of us could see past that. Some of us knew what they were going for. Uh, all right. Next year. 1986. The Honto, Mark Weber. Well, here, here's where I go back on what I just said. 86 is dial tone. First Joe from Oregon. I'm in. Oh, yeah. So, Breaker, forget it. You're done, Breaker. You're out, Breaker. <laughs> you know what? Breaker and dial tone can fight to be the communications officer, and one of them came with a gun, and one of them didn't. <laughs> one, of them gets on the, one of them gets put on a motorcycle a lot, though. Yeah, but they make him shave before he can ride the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Colton, 1986. Uh, and 86 will be Low Light. First yeah, release. Good one. Low light but then discontinued badass. in 88, so. Low Light was a badass. If he was from Oregon, I would take him over dial tone. Oh, Sure. Crazy. Author James Cavanaugh, 1986. We'll go with sci-fi. Really? I was always a sucker for uh, heavy weapons. <laughs> uh, he he he. Um, I liked sci-fi, but he he hurt my heart a little bit because he reminded me they weren't selling Flash anymore. Oh yeah. And then uh, it, obviously 1986 Slipstream with this giant. No, no, of course, Beat Dead. Duh. Uh, <laughs> Go to our Instagram page and see my 17 beachhead figures. Still waiting on 18 Roma collectibles. On uh, March to 86. Anyway, 1987. Mark Weber, who you got? I like fast draw. Not so much the uh, the cords and the and the handles, but just the backpack with the missiles and the cool flip up visor. I thought he was awesome. So yeah, I'm down for fast Fastro, Fastro was, was definitely you, if you're talking about new from 1985, Fastro is definitely new in 1987. Yeah. And uh I didn't like uh I didn't like the blue cord from the face. I don't know why they went with blue, but whatever. Yeah. Fastro. He's my guy. Yeah, weird weird choice there, but I ain't gonna hold it against him either. He was yeah. one of my favorites too. Yeah, uh, Joe Cole. Uh I'm gonna go with Jinx. First uh first version. 
Because she's a red ninja. Yeah, she's a red ninja. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Go to Dr. James Cavanaugh. Uh, I would also go with Fast Draw as a kid. Uh, but the new, oh, I loved him. Was, we, again, we heavy weapons. We but uh, to, in, in an odd change of uh, growing up or growing down, I did not like Chuckles whatsoever as a kid, <laughs> and he is my favorite as an adult. <laughs> I didn't like as a as a kid. I didn't like chuckles either, other than the functional shoulder holster, right? Oh yeah. I hadn't gotten one of those yet. Uh. So I think I I think chuckles stayed in the bin, and I think I gave that to somebody else, right? You get the gun and the holster. It's cool. Gave that to anybody else. Yeah, Hawaiian shirt ain't gonna miss it. No. (laughs) Wrap that sucker to clutch. It's go time. And I was born just a hair too young for Magnum PI to really get. (laughs) Where everything's coming from, where, where Chuckles is hitting. Uh, useless James Cavanaugh story of the day. I was such a envious, jealous child of, and I knew this, that I would take, I would t- convince my sister to buy all the figures that I absolutely did not like, so that way that I would not take them from her and get in trouble. <laughs> so she owned Chuckles spearhead. That's a, lo- that's a lot of foresight for a young child. I knew my knew. I know my uh, shortcomings. Diabolical child. I would buy my older brother toys I wanted because I knew he'd outgrow them quicker. Oh, nice. There you go. economics, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I was the oldest. I'll write that down for for any reincarnation. (laughs) I feel better about myself. I I bought Racktime Rob toys that he liked. Oh. You're a good nibbling. (laughs) How'd that work out for you? Well. I mean, he still got them all, so it must be must be okay. Rob was that he never lost anything. Like he still got, he was he was four years old when Star Wars came out, five years old, whatever, and he still got all the guns. Like he's that kid. Oh wow! Yeah. In our house, if you broke the thumb of your brother's toy or lost the gun, you had to pay him a buck fifty, half the purchase price. Wow. And I remember my brother was aged now to Joe and I found in the in the couch the Cobra Officer AK forty seven of his that I had paid him for. <laughs> and he was so bent that he had to pay me back a buck fifty. Give me that money. <laughs> Give me that money. That's half a new figure. Give me that money. Uh, seven for me, tunnel rat. Okay. Yeah. Eighty is a good year. Eighty seven is a pretty good year. Yeah. yeah. It, like, 87 is one of those years that I don't have a ton of super favorites out of it, but nobody's really terrible either. Except for Psych Out. He's pretty terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, he is. Uh, 1988, Mark Weber. Who you got? Blizzard. And this is again flying in the face because Snow Job was a damn good figure. But man, Blizzard came with so much stuff. And I was always a sucker for a carbon figure that had like eight or nine things because. Mm-hmm. I think you get taken for granted a little bit now because they've gone a little accessory nuts, right? Or at mm-hmm. least they did in the two-pack days. But back then, man, when you had somebody like Scrap Iron or Blizzard who just had eight or nine things that he came with, you knew that was a good thing. So I was I was down with Blizzard the first time. Yeah, Blizzard, for a guy who got no representation in media, right? He didn't really show up in the comics uh he was in that window where there were no cartoons. Uh, you know, clearly they had some great characters that were that were in that job. You know, uh, Snow Job and Iceberg were on the cartoon. 
Blizzard was the best snow figure that they did in the G.I. Joe vintage line, full stop. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And and it's funny because I don't think it's that radical a statement. I think a lot of people would agree with that because it was just that badass. Even over Sub-Zero? Yeah. Okay. Had the coolest, had the coolest name too, right? Yeah. Like Iceberg, Snow Job, Frostbite, mm-hmm. like me. But Blizzard, man, that's some serious. You know, Joe Cole, who you got in 1988? Uh... I think it's a toss-up between Budo and Spearhead and Max, just because Max, dog, come on. Max wasn't a dog. Max was oh, a cat. Cat, sorry. Bob, Bobcat. Cat, Bobcat, yes. Point, point Man and Bobcat. Yes. But uh, I think I'll, yeah, Budo, because of the helmet, he was very... Real quick, cool. let, me, I hate let, me, let me cut you off real quick. Uh, Phil Donnelly has said he'll be controversial here and admit he doesn't care much for Blizzard. Uh, I now request Rack Time Rob to remove him from. Uh oh. What? Anyways. The funny thing is, Blizzard doesn't think much of Philip Donnelly either. So no, maybe, there's, maybe there's a story there. Oh yeah. my God. Backstory. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe Colton, so, so your favorite came with a dog that wasn't a dog. Right. It was a bobcat, yes. Sorry. Or Budo. Or Budo because of his armor. Like, I really like the armor. All right. So so if you, if it came down to, we got to pick one, which uh, is what it is. I'd probably go with Budo just because. Because he can pal around with Jinx, who's a ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that nope. helmet is amazing. Bring it home. Well, once again, uh, I got to be a little simpa- simpatico with uh, both of them. I was always partial to Budo for the uh, accessories. I liked clunky figures, you know, bulky on that package. And uh, Budo was going to be my second choice for that same reason, the armor and the ninjas. So uh, I will go with, wow, you're leaving me uh, hanging. <laughs> um, Shockwave. Shockwave is always a fun one. Oh, no, Charbroil. Speaking of clunk- bulky yeah, sci-fi and all that. Charboil, the flamethrower. Did you go with Charboil after all that? Charboil. Yes, after oh all that. Oh, my God. I was never down with Charboil because as a redhead, I knew I didn't have a lot of burnt orange in my own closet. Right? Oh. Like, like, I'm like, how? You, that's what you're going to wear. You're wearing <laughs> that out. Okay, cool. That's yeah, a lot. Weren't a redhead's uh, red, yeah, burnt-colored phobic? That was a, that was a huge no-no. On, in the, there's in the, not a in the whole group. lot of red, orange, or yellow in my closet. Uh, it just, well, you always had that like that metallic, shiny chest armor. Yeah, and the and the bug-looking helmet and big eyes. Yeah, not 1988 there. for me is Shockwave. Oh, yeah, good. Nice. Good, yeah, good gear again. Filled a role that we hadn't seen filled yet. Uh, it would prove to be fairly important to the line as it went on. And uh, yeah, great gear. Just good figure. Solid figure. Kind of looked like Beachhead if you squinted. Looked a little bit like Beachhead. Yeah, a little bit. Like Beachhead with a hat. It's like Beachhead's blue, period. <laughs> like yeah, Beachhead, Beachhead's cousin who doesn't, right. doesn't quite know how to color inside the lines. That's why he's got all those yellow flecks on him. It's the spin-off Beachhead show. <laughs> Parallel universe beachhead. To protect and serve the Earth, broken crotch. Earth oh. 2 beachhead. <laughs> Earth 2 beachhead. 
I think I did think he was a beachhead as a kid, for whatever reason. <laughs> a repainted or, beachhead, or, or related? Yeah, they're related because they wear the same baklava. Thank you, <laughs> Minnesota Viper, for for his uh, his, his his question there. Of course, we're here every Friday at nine p.m. Uh, thank you for joining us, and that is the end of postsoc. It's just a little extra something there on the end. Mm. Nice. Yeah, and, and to our Minnesota fan, we will look forward to beating your twins in the playoffs. And I say we, meaning me and the New York Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're uh, you're the number five guy in the rotation, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Is it true that the twins are called the T's in the playoffs? Because they don't get a win? Oh! No. Oh, the L. <laughs> Diana Davis says, now do 89. No, write us a letter and we'll do 89. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> you can send it to any any one of the places down yeah. there guaranteed to get on the post. Just, it, just PM uh, us. Yeah, yeah, not even. Send an email. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. That is that is pretty much the best way to get to the post sock. Um, you can leave us a message in those other places on Facebook and Twitter and what have you. I can't promise you that I'm going to find those in time. But if you get us an email, email I'm going to see guaranteed. So that that's where that's where it is. It, it doesn't matter. It, it, she says, "Okay, hold on. We're not going to get to it this week. We're gonna, yeah. next next week at the earliest, maybe." She's gotta, had a hard week. You be nice to her. Look, look. I get that. We've all had a hard week. Be good to her. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be fair to everybody. That's we have a lot of fans out there. We had first. It's, a sign, it's a sign of respect. We want to rush through Diana's postdoc email. It's true. We want to give it the proper time, the proper respect. Fine. <laughs> exactly. You have to yes. you be able to, to think these things over. Not not everybody can, can pull their answers together 90 seconds before they happen like you do, Joe Colton, because you don't do show prep. Uh-oh. Something about that 10-hour workday. Right. Right. Mm. You're a mean one, Mister Mr. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> he, 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 hey, he is kind of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> he me a so mean. Why it happened that way? That's, that's I was gonna take it back, but no. Not now. Not now. Now it's out there. No. It's trending on Twitter right now. Something. Something's gonna sell this program. Something. Might as well be me being an ass. Anyways, uh, that brings us to what we got in this week, uh, where we we humble brag about all the stuff we've accumulated in the last seven days. Mark Weber, you were actually here seven days ago. What you got since then? I got nothing. Literally nothing. I've been showing off movies the last couple weeks, but I got absolutely nothing in the mail this week. Uh, I did get uh, the shipping confirmation. For my uh, Snake Supreme Cobra Commander from Hasbro Pulse, so nice. coming soon to a mailbox near me. So, oh. uh, but as for actually got in, nada, nothing. Mm. Move it on. All right, Joe Colton, you've been uh, gone for God knows how long. Uh, what you get in the last like? What was, what was the last time you were on the show? Six weeks 1988. ago. Nineteen <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So the first week that I missed. Oh boy. Take notes. <laughs> this is episodic, episodic television. Make sure you got so, 
so one of the fans uh, from the show was telling me that they found a sidetrack and I got him. And he looks like my dad. It's amazing. <laughs> you know your dad's going to have oh, to cosplay wow. as sidetrack now. It's going to be great. <laughs> So good. My dad has a handlebar mustache. Like, oh, does he really? Yeah. That's awesome. He's got the full Ambrose Burnside. Yeah. Oh, mom, mom has never seen him shaven. Like, he'll shave this part, but this, never. She's never uh. seen him clean shaven. He actually went to. He was in the military, and they put him in the in the brig because he wouldn't shave it off. Like, he was in for like fifteen days, and then they gave him another fifteen days. And then another. So he was fully in 45 days because he wouldn't shave his mustache. Like, how? Wow. He's vested. And that play. handlebar. I gave up. <laughs> that handlebar looks better than both motorcycles we looked at tonight. Yes. Yes, it does. <sighs> yeah. All right. I got I got uh, one of my friends, uh, John Comer, got me, got his hands on one of these. So I got him. Nice. Yeah, that's Firefly for the people. Yeah. Oh. Can you guys in, see him? Is in it... his wind. Speaking of diapers. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to apologize to Footloose right now for saying he had a diaper. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand his outfit or whatever. You're so angry tonight. What happened? Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a so worst. this is like a bomb disposal uniform that like not bomb making person. Right. <laughs> Like if you're if you're a guy who makes explosives and you get dressed up in that suit first, you need to hire a new bomb maker, right? right. <laughs> like it it it's a it's a good figure, but it's the wrong job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd like to talk to whatever twenty year old designed that. <laughs> I can't wait to see the oh. new breaker edged weapons specialist figure. Yeah. That's be great. <laughs> great. So. Buttholes tonight. What's up with that? Roadblock medic. <laughs> Look, man, if if Roadblock's gonna come charging out there, I feel good about him carrying me back the other way. That's stretcher, though. No, right? that's true. Yeah. The same. Snake eyes. Communications. Okay. So the finest sent me lanyards. Finest didn't send me no lanyards. I got one for you and one for Mark. Hey, look, look at me guilt us in the lanyards, Mark. I see I how it was. is. I didn't know you were going to be on the show when <laughs> I ordered them. That's because we talked about it last week. <laughs> show prep. Oh, my God. Ah. Three directions. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I have to pick something heavy up to show you guys. Oh lordy, I like the I like the lead, the lead in right there. Let Wes plays video games. <laughs> okay, so I got a new castle. Oh, says Miss. Nice. <laughs> Didn't you lead off the pre-show by saying, "Look, I'm not a princess girl." No, I like castles. I don't. I'm not a okay. princess person. I just get the buildings. <laughs> I'm not a princess person, but look at my light up castle. <laughs> It's pretty. The doors open. You can see the little princess lady in there. Fun <laughs> again. So, so, do you outfit that with with vintage figures or or twenty fifth right. anniversary figures? Um, 
Well, I will outfit it with what I have uh, next. Hold on. Oh. Oh my God. Drop this. The tease <laughs> game is on point tonight. <laughs> okay. So my friend Michael uh, Draconis sends me first. Friend of the program. Yep. Friend of the program. Sent me a pack of cat cards for my poker game. And then he's sending me one, two, three, four. It's four of a kind. Look at this royal flush. That's a good hand. That's five. Come on, keep Seven. One hand. Eight. Nine. No way. Ten. Eleven. That's eleven. I'm so excited. Oh, like those, pack, those are packed like one to a case, right? How many different stores like, do you have to hit to get 11? It's like six. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot in a case. Bling, bling. It's great. I think it was. So, yeah. <laughs> the story behind this is, though, um, Wes didn't know I was getting these. Yes, he did. <laughs> it is hard, he knew. Yeah, eventually. So I kind of like pushed him out of the way when the mailman. <laughs> and then I ripped open the package and then these came out and he's like, oh, no, you're not. How many are you getting? And I was like, my goal is 50. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, no, absolutely That's not. <laughs> then the papers came. And then the other delivery came, and we had to have a sit down. And now my goal is 20. Uh, She's back on the market, fellas. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> yes. But, but you what's, your, what's your stretch goal, Joe? <laughs> Just 20. There is no stretch goal. There you go. I say this because there was a threat of burning other ones. Oh, send your creepy fanboy letters to Joe at JoeColton.com. <laughs> Trouble so in paradise, like, folks. Got to sell something. And I was like, no. And then he said, then we're burning things. And I said, okay, 20. <laughs> if we're burning things, maybe start with the controller, right? Uh, now we're talking. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. What we need to do is figure out, we get together 10 of them. And send that along so she's got 21. Oh, there you go. Over. See what happens. Uh, 21's winning hand. <laughs> nice. Yes. So, wait. Yeah, then, you've, got, you've got like 108 Santas, but you only have 20 red ninjas? No, of that size. Well, I'm just saying. There's got to be room somewhere. I think I think Santas, all the Santas need ninja little helpers. <laughs> Come Christmas time. Yes. So um, a couple of people on the show that, that follow us have recommended I use them as ornaments and have Red Ninja ornaments. So well, I'm going to do that next year. That was the honcho. Okay. Yes. No, yes. Honcho. It was the honcho, but then people kept. That's the, they're just scamming ideas off the honcho. They don't listen mm -hmm. to them. That's the honcho's idea. It's the there honcho's was, idea. Somebody had a terrible 
a, even by my standards, custom made of a version one Storm Shadow painted with like, somebody must have painted it with like a nail color because it's just redded out like crazy hanging on the Hasbro Christmas tree. And that may or may not have left with me on that. <laughs> no. So I will, I will raise you one red ninja. Uh, but it's great because I think it's a version one storm shadow that somebody took nail polish to. So he never wow. got yellow. He <laughs> got red. <laughs> oh boy. Is, is that all you got, Joe Colton? I also got something for costumes. I got the oh, Scarlet Witch. headpiece for Scarlet Witch. All right. Do we get a preview? Uh, yes, when I get the fabric in. I just or do you want me to put it on my head now? Put okay. on. Just stuck to her brain. Hair's back anyway. It's going to work perfect. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it will work perfectly with this giant. Nice. That's a good look. Hey. All right. See, so you can uh, attach the headphones to that, and then you'll never. <laughs> never listen to anybody. <laughs> I saw, I saw a cool anything interesting this week. Did you just ask me? I'm sorry. I, I did. You oh. get interesting. Uh, to quote uh, a host long lost, long, long since passed, uh, I got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> Are you on lockdown? You know, uh, well, I guess I, I sold stuff. I went to the uh, Xenia Toy Show set up there, and that was, that was a lot of fun. It was good to see a lot of people, uh, good to get out. Uh, because of the lack of toy shows out there, it was just booming. I mean, it was good for everybody. But no, I mean, I have, you know, okay, I take it back. I did get a set of those little minis. Mike Hale uh, ordered a case is how I knew how many came into a case. So I got my set. There you go. I'm all caught up on classifieds and retro. Ooh. So we're, we're good in the hood. All right. I, uh, I, I got a couple of, a couple of packages that I haven't even had a chance to open yet because uh, they, they came in today. But this this is from Brian Shears. Uh, this is Gunship Thunderpunch. Is 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 a uh, Indiegogo comic trade paperback. Mm -hmm. Nice. This is Word Burglars. Welcome to Cobra Island LP. So I, haven't, so I haven't even had a chance to open them yet. Oh, are we doing an unboxing? No, because we're we're running way long as it is. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe if we get maybe if we get tell you what we get fifty likes on this video, we'll do an unboxing. Okay. I'll, Joe Colton, you'll be on board because you are my unboxing uh, lead or unboxing correspondent. <laughs> uh, yes. you, you will be here to give me instruction on how to correctly unbox. Okay. So I will hold off on that. If we have 50 likes by next week, unboxing video. This is the same Joe Colton who attacked the mailman and opened her red ninjas like a pinata. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. We we need we need that kind of. Uh, Enthusiasm. I think I saw that uh, doorbell cam footage on uh, online the other day. Just making rounds. Shout outs, James. James Cavanaugh, you're the noted author. You're the guest. Why don't you go ahead and give us your shout outs first? Oh well, shout out to you guys for starters for allowing me to come on and yammer on. Golf clap. Um, golf clap. But then uh, also, I guess shout outs to uh, 3D Joe's, Carson, and Declassified, and former uh yojo staff for moving on to the next chapter it'll be a lot of fun yeah we are looking forward to it 
I say that now, six months later, okay. what I get myself into, but. Excellent. Mark Weber, shout out. Look at this. I'm going to shout it out by sharing the screen since we're not running late or anything. Look at this. I put All this right. together myself. Look at this graphic. Woo. Right there. This nice. is for uh, our pal Bobby Gala. It's the mm. last night to uh, to get in line for his uh, season one, series one of Action Force. So if you haven't gotten online yet, tonight's the deadline. And uh, we love what Bobby's done. Uh, since uh, starting striking out on his own, and uh, the Valiver stuff is really cool. So uh, if you haven't been on board, take a look because this is the last night you can get online with uh, Series One. You can get them later; they'll cost you more. Who else you got, Mark Weber? That's it. I'm good. We're running late. That's Moving on. You don't have to. I mean, you know, if you got a shout out, we're not. No, running. I'm good. I'll save it for next week. All right, Joe Colton. Uh, you guys, as always, and uh, noted author James Cavanaugh for joining us tonight. Thank you. It's been a while since we chatted and heard your voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to uh, do a shout out to the doctors and nurses and um, especially the, the men and women who are helping out with vaccinations now and um, tirelessly trying to get people vaccinated. So thank you for all that you guys have done and are doing and will continue to do. So, and then my other shout out is to my husband who sometimes has to um, give me some sense. He <laughs> saved you 30 bucks. Yeah. It's a heart of gold on the wrist lock. Heart of gold. At that point, you got you got to figure out what he wants to spend that thirty bucks on. Right. Yeah. He he took me to the garden nursery, so I got myself a lemon tree today. So see, so you're you saving you thirty bucks, and so he can spend thirty bucks on a lemon tree. <laughs> For you, it's that old saying: when life gives you lemons, <laughs> buy red ninjas. <laughs> That's it for me. I am going to reiterate uh, the shout out to the wristlock West Whitlock because <laughs> Lord knows the boy deserves it. God Almighty deserves it. We we pray uh, for you. We want to give a shout out to our our wonderful sponsors of Kokomo Toys. Let's sing the theme song together: Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys, Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. And um, uh, to our special guest, James Cavanaugh Jr. Noted author. Uh, yeah, maybe next time we will actually see you moving and stuff on camera as opposed to just a, a pulsating book jacket. I'll, I'll work on that. All right. I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a webcam. It, it's time. This is one of the few time, instances where uh, I'm, I'm hanging on to the old world. A, a man who has given us so many fascinating visuals over the years. <laughs> you really, your fans expect nothing less. Uh, if it's any consolation, everybody, I've been working on uh, getting Volume Five wrapped up while we've been talking, chatting. So you have, I have, cranking away. Oh, that sounds personal. I was hoping <laughs> that too. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing we don't have a webcam. Yeah, you guys noticed Rack Time Twenty Three hit last week, and that means that uh, poor guy had to review uh, Dead Game Number Four. Oh. Ooh. 
So uh, give some, give some, uh, some courtesy to Racktime Rob and, and download that off of our Podbean site. You can find the link for that down below as well. You say I'm negative. <laughs> well, listen, to Rob, listen to Rob review Liefeld. Oof. But, but God. at the same time, he's also got, you know, Real American Hero 278 and, and Castle Fall. So good reviews. Oh, nice. And it is. So, you know, more than balances out. Castle Fall is amazing. If you're not reading Paul Aller's book, you're wrong, okay? You're just wrong. It's fantastic. Um, hope everybody had a great April Fool's. It's a terrible holiday, but we all got through. I hope everybody has a good Easter planned uh, if you celebrate Easter. Uh, Joe Colton obviously celebrates Easter sometime next month when the rest of us are celebrating Mother's Day or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, when the rest of us have Arbor Day and what's on Joe Mine's birthday on the brain, she's celebrating Easter, and I don't understand. Yeah. But um, give a reminder, um, we are slowly and surely getting vaccinated as a nation, but at the same time, we have 12 states that have a rising uh, COVID-19 diagnoses coming down the pike, and it's because we're getting pretty lazy about masks. Uh, I live in one of those states. Joe Colton lives in one of those states. Uh, James Cavanaugh lived in one of those states. So we certainly, I don't know if Mark Weber might live in one of those states. I don't i don't know for certain. Maybe it's the matter, baby. Whatever. Whatever you brag all you want. My, I, I don't go to the 19. Um, so make sure that you are exercising your uh, freedom of choice and choosing to keep your friends and neighbors safe by continuing to mask up. Uh, maintain social distance. Wash your hands every now and again. And just think of other people. Uh, this is a terrible disease. Uh, we, we certainly don't want to see our friends or any more of our friends come down with this and, and you know, get either seriously disabled or, or even pass away. Um, one of, the, one of the, the comic channels that I watch on YouTube here, Comic Tropes, uh, Chris, the guy who hosts that, came down with a very serious case of it. Uh, if he had not been, if he had not checked himself into the hospital when he did, he probably wouldn't be here today. Um, you know, Mark has has gone on great lengths in the last week, couple of weeks about Jay Sullivan, the great GI Joe artist. Uh, be sure to hit up his YouTube page, YouTube page, his Facebook page. Uh, he's continuing to sell prints to help make up for the time that he is losing, recovering from COVID nineteen. Um, it's Again, we, we have to continue to take care of one another. I know that the mask mandates are coming off. That's dumb. Continue to wear your mask. Um, and just just don't get out there unless you have to. Or if, if, if you're lucky enough to have been vaccinated, Godspeed. But continue to wear your mask because you could still could be spreading to other people. Um, so anyways, that, that brings us down considerably. But hey, that's the way things go. We're in a pandemic after all. We got to do our public safety message here. Uh, I'm Mike Irizarry for my co-hosts Mark Weber, Joe Colton, for my special guest, noted author James Cavanaugh. Hey, please come back and see us again, James Cavanaugh. Anytime you're willing to have me, I'm I'm a self-promoting shill. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, be back with us next Friday at nine for the next episode of the What's on Joe Mind Team Stream. It'll be Hasbro Pulse Fun Fest time. Uh, we'll look back and, and we'll see what's coming. And we will all rejoice together. Until then, good night. Have a pleasant rest of the week. Happy Easter. Good night. Thanks for having me. Happy Easter to y'all.
Nope, no, everyone. Beer.